Yo, what is up, you bad motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of CEO Life. Today is May 8th, I think. Yeah, May 8th, 2020. It's a Friday. And over the last couple days, it's been a lot of just go, 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 go. A lot of energy, a lot of thoughts entering my mind, just a flood of things. And today, my body's like, Hey man, it's time to just put things on pause, take some time to rest, because if you don't take that time and be intentional about it now, over the next couple of days, you're going to be in a worse spot. So be very intentional, enjoy it, because after today, you're going to be right back in, at the races. And I, I like taking days off, like, I like taking intentional days, I like to say that, like active rest. Where I can take a day and just zoom out for a little bit. Because for a long time, for, for a while when you're just in the weeds and you're hustling, you're grinding. Um, I think it's good to also just get a sense of a bigger picture. Like zoom out, take some time to be grateful. Like really reflect like on what actions you're taking. Think about where things are going. Like look at the direction. And take some time to be present with my family. My family is very 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 supportive i am very fortunate to have my family so on days like this i like to just talk to them see what's going on with them have conversations and not cut things short and just go do my thing not necessarily like i'm by like giving them the cold shoulder but when i usually when i'm talking to them like i have other things on my mind like i still got to do this could get this done could get this done but Specifically, like a day like Friday, I usually take a day like on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday where it's like really intentional, where it's like, all right, like today is a day that's not going to require a lot of work for me. So today's one of those days. But I'm talking to my older sister, and this is how supportive my older sister is, right? It's funny because last night she texted me while I was asleep, and I woke up this morning and I checked my text before I went on the morning hustlers call. And this is what she says. She says, ambitious, charismatic, and says, you feel me all the time. That's all she writes in the text. And it felt it filled my heart with just so much um, joy because it's like, obviously she's describing me, but it's just like, it's just a random text. And it's like, it's basically like if you were to describe, describe who I am, it's like, oh, that, that, that's what it is right there. As like Morning Hustlers 2.0 was a huge success, I feel fantastic. Uh, I'm very excited to help the the people that did join get results. I'm excited once this actually gets rolling. Actual Morning Hustlers 2.0, people are paying monthly fees or monthly investments to it. Like the amount of value that I'm gonna you know deliver to help them change their life, and it's crazy because I don't think I would do this. I wouldn't be as far as I am without the quarantine. The quarantine has been possibly the best thing to happen for me in my business thus far. And it's crazy because if you, man, I'm telling you, you rewind four, five years ago and you see that insecure kid. I remember those. So my mentor, Greg, my very first mentor, he was a millionaire in the 90s. He At one point he was like dead broke and he was like, um, he was, man, like 
his life was just going down the drain. And it's funny because one night he was like, he, he I remember he said he looked at himself in the like in the rearview mirror, like as he was driving, like when he parked, and he was like, dude, like you're 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 fucking losing, man. And he had like two daughters, two or three daughters. He had to move back home with his mom, and like he's there with his wife, and then he turns on the TV, and then a Tony Robbins infomercial comes on, and he purchases Tony Robbins's like product. And five years later, he became a millionaire. And that's what really kickstarted him on his journey. And he ended up working for Tony Robbins for a bit. He also was a millionaire in the 90s. He launched the very first online casino ever made. Very well-connected man. And he worked with my brother-in-law as the um, director of strategic partnerships. And his daughter worked there as well. Now, his daughter is very beautiful she's five years older than me, I believe. And I remember when sometimes I would visit the office to go talk to my brother-in-law or hang out with my brother-in-law or, or whatever it is. Maybe I had to be there for the day and I'd see her and I'd just be so shy. I couldn't, I couldn't say hi. I wouldn't even look her direction. I could only look at her if she was like not looking towards my direction because I was so nervous. I was so shy. And then when I remember I was working at Moreno Valley College and I went to this um, this dating coaches like uh, event. I paid three hundred dollars for it. And I remember I drove down to San Diego. I, I hit up one of my friends, and she said I can stay at her house for for the weekend. And I remember like it was yesterday. I remember just walking down the streets of downtown San Diego, like on my way to the hotel. I remember like going into the elevator and then going like in the in the floor below. I think the room that we were going to was called the vault. And I remember getting like walking out the elevator and being nervous. I was by myself and I go when I see the guys and they they scan me like head to toe on, on metal. They They take my phone. I go inside the room. And there's a bunch of guys in there. So we're all learning how to like improve our dating lives. And I never forget, I spoke to this one dude. I was maybe 20 years old at the time, 19, 20 years old. And I spoke to this one dude who was 22. And he said, yeah, I took this program. He talks about a program that's within the dating company. And he's ended up spending five grand because he actually got to live with a dating instructor and get a little bit more hands-on coaching. And he was talking about the results that he had. And I was like, oh my God. I said, what do you do? How are you 22 and you're able to afford an event that's $5,000? And he said, I sell timeshares. I'm a salesman. And I was like, okay, sales. Like I held on to that. And then after I went through the weekend and I, I remember meditating like near the beach. And that, that was, ah, man, I remember that so clearly. Then Monday was 4th of July, and we have a barbecue at my house. And I'm in the backyard as I have a plate. I, have like, I think I have a hamburger, some beans, and some potato salad on there. And my brother-in-law is, is eating too. And I said, hey, man, I'm thinking about getting into sales. Now, what do you think about that? And he goes, hey, you know what? You should go talk to my sales manager at, at my office. And he gives his sales rep a test that Tony Robbins gives his sales reps to determine whether or not you would be a good salesman or not. I said, all right, sounds great. So it was that was on a Monday, right? I went that Wednesday. And then I think I think it was like that 
day or something like that that day or like a day after something like around that time it was very very recent i think i think on july 5th 2016 ah my my dates are off my dates are really off but the the deck the next day just to give you guys context of the timing that this was at that very next day that after i talked to my brother-in-law well i think pokemon go was released i think that was the first day of pokemon go and I um, went to go speak to the, his sales manager on either a Wednesday or, or a Thursday. It must have been Thursday because my niece, my nephew's birthday was that day. So I went to go speak to him and he was saying like, no, 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 it was, it was July 6th. I'm sorry, guys. Just bear with me. Bear with me. I, I For some reason, I have this need to be right right now. It was that Wednesday. I talked to him that Wednesday. I talked to him two days later. I remember because the next day I, I put my two weeks notice in. I'll get into that. So I go to this office and he greets me. I'm like, hey man, I'm here to see blah, 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 blah. What's up? And I spoke to him before and I and and I wanted to ask him to be my mentor before, but I was too nervous. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he would want like to help me out. So he puts me in this room and there's this other girl who just got hired as well. And he's talking to us and he's talking about your comfort zone. And when you step out of your comfort zone a little bit, it widens the, your, your entire comfort zone. And the more you step out, the more you grow. And I'm like, man, this man is just so smart. He's so intelligent. And he offers me a job on the spot. He also offers to be my mentor. And it was such a fantastic, fantastic offer. I thought, hell yeah, let's do it. So the next day, I'm feeling so excited and I go put my two weeks notice in at the college that I was working at. And I was so excited to go into sales. He didn't even give me the test. But because we talked before and I guess he saw a lot in me, he's like, hey, I want to mentor this guy. And I said, awesome. So two weeks later, I'm sitting at the desk and I start off as an appointment setter on the phone. And I had to basically set appointments for him. So he was like the um, director of strategic partnerships. So basically means like he would go reach out to people to like do like partnerships with them and like um, possibly even bring in some investors for the company. But he also worked as head as like the, the sales department. And this guy was like a master salesman. This guy was just a beast of a salesman. And every day, this man filled my head up with confidence. This guy... And I don't know if he did this intentionally, but like it meant a lot to me where every single day after work, I would feel defeated, not not necessarily defeated, but like I didn't know like how, like what should I expect from a sales job? Should I expect like a lot of people are going to hang up on me? A lot of people are going to brush me off or like, I didn't know. I thought there was something up with me and sometimes it'd be a challenging day. And every day after work, every single day after work, he would say, all right, man, hey, good job today. And that just just filled me up with so much energy and joy. And I would get on the phone and I would be so nervous. And, and people, even though like I read maybe a script that had two paragraphs on it to set this, to set this appointment, people can tell that I was reading a script and people were like, oh, you're like that script, blah, 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 blah. And I, it, you know, when you get into sales, your, your ego gets crushed. You're not as good. As you think, it's hard to maintain a big ego and work in sales at the same time, especially when you're first starting out. And I did that for a few months and I got better. And then he offered me a position to actually sell. And I 
actually did pretty well at that. I was very consistent. I didn't really have like these huge ups and downs. I stayed fairly consistent. Like you can expect a certain amount of sales for me a week. And I believe on January 27th, 2000 and I can't tell you the, the, the date, maybe 2017 was like my first sale. You can check my Instagram. It's I'm wearing like this blue collared shirt. I have a, I have a buzz cut hair, um, haircut and I'm like pointing behind me and you can see the numbers of the, of what I sold. And that was a huge accomplishment for me. And through that whole journey, as I'm sitting next to him, I was so insecure and so unsure of myself. And this man, if I ever asked him a question about anything sales or life related, he dropped what he was doing. And he was so generous with his time. And he would coach me. And he would go on these long rants and he would tell these amazing stories. And I ate it all up and he filled me with his confidence every day. And then that daughter that I was talking about, that his beautiful daughter, she was also in the sales department as well. And she used to do the same thing. Like, and then I got to connect with her and start actually talking to her. And she was like, she is extremely intelligent and just an amazing human being, uh, very um, compassionate, very empathetic. But it wasn't until we actually went to Tony Robbins's Unleash a Power Within event where we actually got closer because, yeah, that event forces you to really get to know somebody at their core. Because, like, I was still really shy to talk to her before I went to the, the that event. But when I did talk to her, like, from that event, it's like, all right, it just broke the ice and it made things a lot easier. This is just to show you, like, like I I was, I was never, oh, I wasn't always this, like, guy who got stuff done, who was very focused. Um, I was very insecure and, and shy and afraid to make eye contact and speak my mind. And I didn't I really have much confidence in my social skills. I, I had a low self-esteem. And at that time, as I'm working at the office, I still don't even realize that I have a bunch of pent-up trauma that I haven't visited. I didn't even know that I needed to handle that, that deep work within the deep inner work with inside me to, to make things a lot better for myself. So moving forward, I, I start to, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm consistent and I probably work there. I think I worked there for like a year and a half. I'm, I almost worked there for two years straight, but the thing was, it's like, um, I was like a telemarketer. So I was on the phone all day and I wanted to be face to face people. I wanted to speak to people face to face. So I felt and I was really unhappy. I got really unhappy where, where I was working because I just, I didn't, my heart wasn't in selling digital marketing to real estate agents. That wasn't something that I was excited about. And I wasn't excited about seeing the same people every single day either. I wanted some variety. I wanted to sell face to face. So I, I tell my brother-in-law, I said, hey man, I am not happy where I'm at. It's nothing against the job, but I don't like what I'm doing and I want to sell face to face. So he goes, Hey, no problem, man. Um, when do you want to leave? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on. And I lost all my motivation for that job. I remember one day, it's really embarrassing. I remember one day we have a quota that we had to hit a certain amount of dials. I think like they lowered it to like 35 dials a day that we had to hit. And it was lunchtime and I'm eating lunch 
and I made one call for the day. And you have like the screen in the office that displays everybody's numbers on there. So you can see, oh, Marshall, he called, you know, whatever, 50 people so far. Chris has called 30 people. And then, but sometimes it it took a while to update. And on my name, it had one, it had one dial on there. And my brother-in-law, he see he uh, he looks at the TV as I'm as I'm eating lunch, and then I can go I can see him walk over to the keyboard, and he hits refresh on the keyboard, and he looks up at the TV and he sees that number one is still the same number, and he walks over to me, and he goes, "What's going on, man?" And I said, "Um, dude, my heart just isn't in this." He goes, "What have you been doing all day?" I said, well, I've been looking up other jobs. And he said, you can't be here looking up other jobs while you're working here. You got to understand that I I can't have people thinking like I'm giving you special treatment because you're my brother-in-law. Like you have to still work while you're here. Like, do you, like, um, do you still want to work here? Like, I mean, meaning when he said that, he gave me the ultimatum. Like, do you want to just quit today or do you want to continue working here? Then you can go look for jobs on the on the on the side. And it basically was like I quit that day. And he he wasn't hurt about it. He he knew I was very um unhappy. My brother in law is a very very generous guy, and I'm I'm very fortunate to have um, a, a very generous mentor, and who's also very honest, and will call me all on my bullshit. And he he knows like the kind of like the path that I want to be on, and he'll make sure that what I what I'm doing is aligned with that path. And he will actively disagree and 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 not if I say, Hey, I want to do this. And it's like, and it sounds so exciting to me, but it's off the path. He'll be like, what, what are you talking about? Like that doesn't even, no, no focus, focus. And he'll get me right back on. And, and it's always, it's always uncomfortable, but it's, it's what I needed. And uh, I'm so lucky to have this guy. So I ended up putting a, a application into Ellie fitness. And I put an application into like several, like a bunch of different places, a bunch of different places. But I remember it came down to like two places. I remember one of them was like, Oh, this place called I love kickboxing. And I was looking at it like, Oh man, like that looks so cool. Like I don't need experience in that. Okay. Like they're going to train me on how to kickbox. And I just, I sell I'm like, dude, I can, I can fucking sell my confidence is starting to, my confidence started to get higher at this point. Right. But I'm still not there. I'm still very, very unsure of myself. There's still a lot more learning and growing to, to be made. And, um, LA fitness, they call me in for an interview. Say the interview. I think the late, I remember the interview was like at 11 o'clock in the morning and I get there at 10 50. And then they say, all right, I'll let the manager know, go ahead and have a seat. They'll be with you shortly. And I say, no problem. And I'm sitting in the chair and I have my resume and I don't, I don't want to pull out my phone because I don't want to be the person who just looks at their phone. I want them to see like, Hey, this guy is here. He's present. He's ready to go. But 11 o'clock rolls around like, and I see them in the, I see, I see them in the back area. I see them joking around and talking and stuff. And I'm thinking, what, what the hell are they doing over there? Like, we have our interview and then like then 10 minutes over the hour goes by 20 minutes and i get impatient i start looking at my phone and i start i'm like ah, i just i start playing on my phone 30 minutes go by on the 30 minute mark my phone starts to ring and on the caller id it says i love kickboxing on there and i 
answer it. And then the manager's like, hey, we want to interview you. When can you come in? And I was so excited because out of all the job jobs that I interviewed for, I wanted that one the most. So I was like, all right, perfect. We set up a date. And then 10 minutes later, 1140, they finally called me and the guy's like, oh, sorry about being late. You know, you're just going to have to, that's sometimes how things go around here. You're just going to have to get used to it. And I was like, I don't want to get used to that. Hell no. Like, I, you're not just going to waste my time like that, bro. You told me to be here at 11 o'clock. It's 1140. Like, you had me waiting there the entire time. You couldn't have, like, came up to me and said, hey, man, just give me one second. I'm sorry. I know we call, like, whatever. You just, yeah, you dismissed the whole thing. So I ended up working. At, I love kickboxing and just it, it was cool at first, but it was a very uh, childish environment. It there was no maturity there. It was there was no sense of uh, willingness to to grow and learn. In a sense, I guess there was like the people who owned it like did send over a guy who was successful. I like, had a successful franchise to help us out, but like I I just felt like I didn't belong. And and then you guys know the story from there, you know, as far as I saw Derek and, and I saw Derek speaking and all, and all this stuff, all this other stuff. But here we are today and I am just filled with so much gratitude. I can't even believe it to come from this really shy kid that had grew, grown up in this house that had domestic violence, seeing my dad like literally hit my mom and like not even being aware like how crazy it is to grow up with a dad who is a crip and gone through so much it's crazy as i get older and i start to develop perspective and i can be more empathetic towards people and i can see my parents not necessarily as my parents but more as like people and it just blows my mind to think like Wow, all that stuff. Like now, I, I can just I can look at all the stuff that happened before and then have more. Um, just look at it from a different point of view. But I'm grateful for everything along the way. I'm also very grateful for like the people that are in my morning hustlers. Like that twenty people a meeting show up to hear me speak. Like what? What? Come on now. If you were to tell me that when I was working under Greg and he was helping me out that I would become a better speaker and I would I would be waking up at four o'clock or three fifty in the morning every single day to like uplift and help people along and you know give a good message for people to get along with their day. If you would have told me that then I would be like, What are you serious? That's gonna be me? And even to this day, I'm still in disbelief because I still feel like I still have that awkwardness. I still have that shyness aspect to me. And it's it's cool because I can be open and, and real and honest with the people that are in my group. And I don't feel the need to hold anything back. Like I'll, I, I literally tell them like, guys, like this is how many people have bought. This is how much money that I've made from, from this launch. And like, and they get to see the joy. They get to see the the surprise. And most of all, I think it fills them with possibility like, whoa, like this guy that I look up to or they look where they look up to me. I don't I don't know. Well, this guy that I come listen to every single day, uh, like he is on his journey and he's like making something happen. 
I can do the same thing. I got people reaching out to me just saying how much they appreciate my support and and I appreciate them. I appreciate everybody that's in that group because I wouldn't be great without them. They feel like they can't be great without me. Like I feel the same way about them. Like they and what what's so awesome about the morning clusters is we're all getting better together. It's like we're all in the same boat and we're just all working aggressively to make something happen. And it's it's like like let's get it let's go for it and it's just like what's gonna happen in the future like we have these big goals we have these big dreams and it's like hey this is what i'm doing what are you doing how are you getting the most out of your days all right cool like what's what are you doing that works well for you like what are the good habits you have are awesome if you're slipping up how can you what are you doing right now that's causing you to slip up how can you pivot how can you like prevent that from happening next time how can you adjust and, and so you can get on that right path to really make things happen for you and it's such a beautiful environment to be in. It's such a group, a beautiful group of people to be around. And I, like we're, we're, we're moving at lightning speed and, and towards our goals. And all of my people are, well, I can't say all, cause you know, I don't talk to all of them. You know, I don't know what's going on with everybody's specific situation, but a lot of them that I actually do get to speak with and, you know, exchange messages with, they say stuff like, man, like, I'm so glad for this quarantine. Like, I'm able to do this, this, this. And I feel the same way. And I don't know. It very may well be the case that I have already entered to, into the phase where I'll never have a job ever again. It, that could very well be the case right now. Like I was working a job, I was working back with my brother-in-law because I, I had to be around someone who was a business owner. I had to be around them as close as possible. I was working um, with him at, for his business right before the quarantine. And then when the quarantine hit, I, know I told him, like, hey, man, like, this is what I'm doing. That's what I'm working on. And it could very, way, my, very well may be that I have already entered the phase where I am just in a, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and I will never work another job ever again. I hope that's the case. That would be really awesome. But I don't know if that's going to be the case until months down the line. And I'm not going to see the fruits of my labor. I'm not going to see like how beneficial the things that I'm doing right now are going to pay off until a year or two years from now where I'm like, I can look back on this time and think like, yeah, because of that this happen and i'm so excited for the future i remember someone asked me like if i could peek into the past or the future no no or if i can peek into the future and see what my future is like like what i want to do that and i told them no i wouldn't want to peek into my future i don't want to see what my future looks like at all i want it to be a surprise i want it to like be um just like i don't know i'm i'm pumped so anyway had a great active rest day. Let's see what time it is. It's 7.07. As you know, I'm going to sleep at 8.30. 8.30 is, is my bedtime. So going to go back downstairs, be present with my family, just joke around, have some fun, chill out, and then um, back back at it tomorrow, getting back, just being aggressive towards getting the most out of my days. And man, man, oh man, oh man. I'm speechless. I don't know what else to say. I feel like I have there's someone else something else to say, but I don't know what to say. So whatever. I still got tomorrow. This is a podcast that happens every single 
day. So I don't know what device you're listening to. If you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening on uh, Spotify, if you're listening to on Stitcher or Google Podcasts, to be honest with you, I don't know what even what um, platforms my podcast is even on. I know it's on. I know it's on. What's that one? Spotify. I know it's on that one for sure. But I don't know what else it's on. So. However you found us, whatever platform you're listening on, hey, I appreciate you as a listener. If there's any way that you can subscribe on the platform that you're on, like, yeah, can you can you subscribe so you can keep listening and you can possibly listen to this when you need some encouragement, when you're feeling down in the dumps and maybe you're losing faith that you could really achieve what it is that you want to achieve and or maybe you're looking for tactics or maybe um, – I don't know. Maybe you just like to hear what I have to say. I, whatever your case is, people listen to me for different reasons. But I just want to say thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.